0: And it's in-
1: Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 10 of season 2. I'm your host, Eric. Main man right there, Ron. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Lots of stuff going on today. I mean, when you talk about having to unfold some sports this week, we have got so much to cover. We're going to start right off with this leadoff story, and that would be one quarterback, Russell Wilson, who has been traded to the Denver Broncos. So what kind of success do you think he's going to have this season? Um,
0: It could go either way, to be honest with you, Eric. Um, The biggest concern I have is that division now has just gotten – it's probably the best division in football right now. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, it is.
1: And you're looking at, again, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and Patrick Mahomes. I would say right now if I was grading it, I'm probably putting Russell Wilson three or four. I could flip-flop him with Derek Carr on that list. To me, that's a very difficult division to, to, to get involved in. And I'm surprised that that's his choice. Like you're going from the NFC West, which was brutal. Brutal. (laughs) to a, a probably even tougher division now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of that has to do with, with the chargers, you know, doing what they did and we'll talk about that in a little while but russell wilson this is not a cakewalk like bad enough you have patrick mahomes in the division but that division has four good teams solid teams and it could get it could get very very tricky to make the playoffs and it's 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 putting the rest of the afc on notice that's for sure
1: yeah the afc a is i i think much tougher than the nfc but then i looked at it from once look he was 6 and 8 last season threw for 30 over 3100 yards 25 touch on six interceptions remember he had that finger injury right. so he missed some games um both teams were 7 and 10 last season but denver's defense only gave up 322 points versus 366 for seattle Right. He's going to a much better defensive yeah. team. Seattle also, ready. Seattle also scored 395 versus Denver's 335. So 60 more points. So with Russell Wilson, with that defense, you could honestly say that the Denver Broncos with this improvement could win that division. Listen, the Kansas city chiefs have not looked like the chiefs in the last two years. No, no. And, and that's why I
0: say it could go either way. Like, you know, they, look, the stats are, you know, Denver lost, I believe, six games by one score or less. So when you look at those numbers, what what position do you need to improve on? And they said quarterback. With a quarterback, we could win 11 games. And is that possible? Absolutely. Like you're looking at a team with seven wins. They, they were in contention yeah. all year.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and just fell short because of not having that quarterback and this gives them this gives them a quarterback you know to actually win those games that you should win and then you know then it's a toss-up when you play in your own division so they're looking at it okay we got to win the six games outside of our division first of all and then if we can at
1: least win four inside the division we could make the playoffs yeah so i looked at it this way as well he's going from a team rashad penny was a top rusher in seattle 749 yards he's got two 900 yard plus right. rushes now with Robin right. gordon and javante williams the pressure's not all on nope russell wilson to win so that's a benefit the receiving part of it though i would be a little concerned when um Sutton's a very good wide receiver, and Jer- uh, Jerry Judy uh, had the injury, so he was out for a lot of yeah. But DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were two guys that he just had a connection with. Yeah. And whatever Seattle's deciding to do, uh, I think they're going to move on from Metcalf as well. Uh, so, you know, they already got rid of Wagner, their, their top linebacker. So there's not much left in Seattle. Great move for Russell to get out of there when he did. Yeah but I don't know if he's going to have that same success passing the ball with these with these other receivers that he had with those two.
0: Yeah, you knew Seattle was going to do something because I mean the writing was on the wall. They're up against it with the cap and they had to start unloading and building up in the draft again. You know, and that's what they had they've had to do and you know, unfortunately for Seattle, they're not as good with the cap control as say like the Patriots are. Who always seems to be able to do something and put things back together, you know, and and thrive.
1: So I'm glad you brought up uh, the quarterback situation, though, because we're going to obviously that the conversation has just come out about Deshaun Watson. and His situation that there will be no criminal charges. We don't know if the NFL is going to suspend him. Obviously, there's still a civil case, but that's just financial. Uh, He will not face criminal charges. The Seattle Seahawks have been rumored to be a team that would be interested in Deshaun Watson. I don't, I'm not necessarily sold that they're on a rebuild because if you look at Pete Carroll, 71 years old, is he really going to want to start over? He's probably got two, three years if he's lucky. They're not going to rebuild with that coach. They would have got rid of Pete Carroll this year and then just moved on and started fresh. I still think that they, they feel they could be a contender. Maybe Deshaun Watson goes to Seattle. I mean, it's possible,
0: and there's also another wild card, and that's Colin Kaepernick, who has has put it out there yeah, that he I, is training and he's working hard to come back. And you know, you know, there's going to be a team out there that is going to bite at it, and and it could be, it could be a team like Carolina, takes out a flyer on him, gives him a shot. If if and he's willing
1: to he it, might a be, might be able to yeah. do it. If he's willing to become a backup, I could see it. His his biggest thing was he wanted to be a starter with whatever team he went to. And unfortunately, being out of the league for six years, I'm not saying his skills aren't noteworthy of being a, a starting quarterback in the NFL. But I don't feel like you're going to pick up where you left off six years ago. Oh,
0: I don't think so either. But if you go to a team that has a questionable quarterback, yeah. you get, you, will get some, yeah. you will get a chance. Absolutely, and that's what he's gonna that's what he's gonna do. You know, it's sad to say, you know, but that's that's what it is. So if you go to like Carolina, who's a complete mess right now, you know,
1: uh, you're going to get a chance. You're going to get a chance. You know, we're going to do just- an NFL show this uh, Monday because there's so much to cover. Carolina is one of those teams, too. Now that they're talking about shipping uh, McCaffrey. And yeah. to me, it's like they're really going to blow that thing up in, in Carolina.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to because it'd be, it would kind of be dumb to have a player of McCaffrey's type, you know, on a team that's really going nowhere. And you can get a haul for for him. Like you're going to get a couple
1: of firsts and a couple of seconds. Scary, scary part. Po- Buffalo, rumored. But oh, right, so don't need that. So, no. again, another big trade that happened. Um, Let's, let's talk some NFL here. Khalil Mack has been traded to the Los Angeles Chargers. So we talk about this AFC West division and what we've got going on with Russell Wilson. Now you add a Khalil Mack, one of the top pass rushers in the game, to go alongside with Joey Bosa. Yeah,
0: that's, that's crazy.
1: One crazy. of the things we said that the problem with the Chargers was defense. Not their offense, their defense. Yeah. They're currently $25 million under the cap. I'm going to give you a name right now as well. JC Jackson is going to the charges and they're going to be formidable on defense as well. It's going to be scary.
0: Yeah, that would be unfortunate.
1: That would be unfortunate, but that actually is logical. He's going to get paid. Uh, we already yeah, know New I mean, England's not going to pay him. It makes a ton of sense for the charges yeah, to yeah. try to pick him up. You've got those pass rushes up front. Listen, Mac, eight year career, 76 and a half sacks. Joey Bosa in six years, 58 sacks, 10 and a half last season. And don't forget, Mac was injured last year. So he sat out, you know, a bunch of games. I think he only played in seven games. So if you look at the fact that he's well rested, yeah, well rested. He's only been in the league eight years. This will be his ninth year. This is such a good pickup for the Chargers.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it it, again, I'm going to use that phrase. It makes sense because you have um, Herbert on a rookie contract right now. And they know he's capable of winning games.
1: You know, everybody knows that. Look, at the end of that Las Vegas game, he was, I mean, lights out. I mean, you couldn't stop him.
0: It's, again,
1: your favorite overtime rule, but. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> But realistically, look, this is a team that we've expected to be much better in the one side of the ball that they were struggling on. To me, they made that improvement. You pick up a JC Jackson, who's probably considered the top cornerback coming out of free agency. Yeah. You solidified your defense enough to, to honestly compete. Question to your point though, is in the ASA West, is it enough? Well, I actually,
0: right now, If if I was picking teams right now, I would pick uh,
1: San Diego, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Chargers to to win that division. To be honest with you, and and, and honestly, when we first did the show, they were the San Diego Chargers. So I give you I give you credit for that. Back way back in the day, Ryan. Yeah, twenty plus (laughs) years ago. Twenty plus years ago. Let's talk about another gentleman. We're going to bring up on the screen. And how many times can you get traded in consecutive years? Carson Wentz looks like he's trying to break a record. Every year, he'll just get traded to a new team. He's going to the Washington Commanders. Which I hate the name. Will he, uh, Yes. I think it's going to take a long time to get used to so no, it. Hopefully, I'm never going to get used to it. Can this help the Commanders, though, win the NFC East? No. 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 Nine and eight last season. He threw for 3,500 yards, not 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He also he's could not beat
0: Jacksonville. So, you know, what does that yeah. do?
1: With one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. So, solid running game with Gibson, so he's not losing much from what he had in Indianapolis. Yeah. You look at the health of Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball, who missed almost all of last season. Yeah. To me, look, Dallas is falling apart quick. So this is what's going to happen. OK, do you It'll come in down in to Lincoln? the last
0: game of the season and they'll be playing what uh, okay. Uh, Giants? OK, And he'll throw a crappy right. interception to lose the game and they're out of the playoffs.
1: All right. But let me ask you this question. Are they in contention for that? I didn't not that they'll win it. Does this move make them contenders for the NFC East? Well, in that division,
0: anybody's a contender. Like, exactly. Really, That's what
1: I'm saying. So this is an upgrade, as crazy as it sounds, from what they had.
0: I suppose. I suppose. So, like Heineke wasn't that bad. I mean, I don't think it was all Heineke's fault, to be honest with you. No, I I think the team is just inept. You know, I mean, look, they should have been better defensively than what they played. So it seemed like every every week it was like, why did you lose this? Like, you, you know, it's like they always made mistakes, whether it was personnel mistakes or or coaching mistakes you know there was always a mistake to be made and that's why washington failed miserably because they couldn't
1: handle the teams they were supposed to yeah and i think again having chase young back defensive rookie of the year a year ago yeah what the difference that'll make but let me ask you this question is this once wentz's last chance i, I you know
0: Probably not. Which is because, a thing to think about, you know. And it's it's only because there are, I don't know, maybe five or six quarterbacks in the league that are starting that probably shouldn't be starting. So, when you have those teams that are going to struggle this year, there he's going to get
1: another chance next year. And you think about where he came from, Frank Reich, who was his quarterbacks coach in philadelphia when he had his most success you thought this was going to be a perfect fit a lot of questions on his work ethic and his commitment yeah. and to me no matter what team you go to you can't change he that. might have a heart problem is what he might have yeah. so if that's the case look it don't matter So you he may get bounced around i don't think he'll start in the nfl again if those if that story comes out again that he had the same work ethic yeah no so
0: it's it's you know, I mean, how many times do you, do you get the chance? You only get as many chances as there are positions available.
1: Yeah. It's it's quite simple. Let's talk about one more quarterback before we move on, and that would be Aaron Rodgers, who has decided to stay with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, still so hasn't I was right. To, huh? So I was right. Although he still hasn't signed the contract. He's signing the contract. Well, so supposedly he's going to be the highest paid player in NFL history. Yeah. A lot of questions on what they're going to be able to do. They franchise tag Devontae Adams, so obviously to keep his number one target, they're going to definitely try to do that. What are they going to be able to have around him is the key. There's been no quarterback in the modern era that's won being the highest paid player on the team in, of, of Super Bowls, and we can talk about just Aaron Rodgers in general with his Super Bowl record. He's been to one. He's won one. Yeah, but so did Drew Bledsoe. He didn't win it. He,
0: he, he gotta went. he gotta
1: win. Uh, yes. Yes. You could he gotta say because that. yes. that's you, yes, If you look up if you look up Carson Wentz's statistics, he has a Super Bowl championship, even though he yes. was on IR and didn't even make the trip. Right. He still has so, one. So you could say that. But to me, I think this was a bad move by Rogers because he could have went to a team that already had an established foundation with players because they're not going to be able to keep these players. He's now.
0: got an established foundation. He, he what if they were like the 10th best defensive team?
1: You know, like yeah, there's no excuse. Their there's their no top, excuse. It's his fault. <laughs> top 2 defensive guys are going to be gone.
0: Doesn't matter. You know, you you have a you have the team. And you know, this Look, this is Aaron Rodgers being selfish to He's be good. honest with you.
1: He's a choke this artist
0: yeah you know and you know look make no mistakes about it this is part of what made tom brady so great is hey i'm gonna take less because i know i'm the greatest of all time and i can be the highest paid quarterback if i really want to i'm gonna take less so that way we can spend some money elsewhere and you know have a super bowl type team you know and i think that's Ultimately, what made him go somewhere else is because he took less and they still
1: didn't pay out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that got mm-hmm. him a little frustrated. Kenny, thanks for joining. He he thinks he should have left Green Bay. I agree. I yep. don't. NFC I don't. NFC uh central south. What are they south north? He's the north. NFC North, it's an easy division. I mean, the only top quality quarterback that they have is uh, Jared Goff in Detroit, uh, who's a, a Hall of Famer. Oh no! Uh, another shot at Kenny that will never no. go away. Oh,
0: oh,
1: Lord! Hey, that division absolutely stinks. The next NFL preview show, Kenny. If you call Jared Goff a better quarterback than the top twenty, we're we're literally muting you. <laughs> 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 wow, he said, "Wow, hey." Uh, one more quick story, because we got to move on. But Cav- Calvin Ridley suspended for a year. Do you agree with that move by the NFL? Bet on his own team's game. Obviously, he no. wasn't participating. I don't agree
0: with that decision. I think he should have been booted completely. You're insane. He
1: bet on his own team. Okay, he wasn't playing in the game. I don't care. It's your okay. own We've team. We've also had several players that have assaulted women that get six games. Yeah, I'm not Ray saying Rice. anything about that. <laughs> Ray Rice, before that's just before the before the video came out, Ray Rice got two games.
0: Yes, I know.
1: You're gonna give this kid seventeen games for that? On a no. game that he wasn't playing in. Look, he should be kicked out. Period. You're
0: kicked you're out. Insane. You're insane. Dude. He he's he gambled on his own game. His own game. On his own no, team. There's no
1: excuse. On his team, he wasn't in I don't the game. care. I don't he care.
0: I don't care. You you can't. That's 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 no. No, Listen, no.
1: We no. all make mistakes. Yeah, uh, that's, no, that's, mistake. that's, that's not a. That's not a mistake. That's somebody trying games. to take
0: advantage.
1: It was like a trifecta or whatever. He was trying to get there. Atlanta was part of. I don't like, care. The
0: three teams. I don't care. It's no, ridiculous. If it's on your own team, no, you're out. Out. Ridiculous. Completely. Completely.
1: Ridic- you're nuts. You're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. This this no, no... the guy that bashes his girlfriend's or wife's face in. York yeah, North, and they deserve to be games. kicked out six games. too. Six games. Six games.
0: No, that's not me making that decision. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. So the NFL, been. how do you
1: justify the NFL giving this kid 17? You asked back. me what I thought about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Triple play time, my friend. And we, we're going with some NHL, and the top goaltenders in the NHL currently. Who would you start bench, and cut? And the players are <clears Isra throat> Sestrikan. Did I say it? Sester- no. No. Okay. Sestrikan. No, uh, Sestrikan. Jeremy Swayman and Frederick Anderson.
0: Mr. Anderson.
1: Uh, am I first this week or you first? Um, yeah. You're first. I am first this week?
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the matter?
1: You know I hate hockey. You I don't hate, hate hockey. hockey. I don't hate hockey. Oh, I hate talking. I can't that pronounce hurts. the name. I'm going. Bye. Yeah, got, You're done. <laughs> so I am starting Igor shesterkin I'm going to say it that way. 28-7-3. Three shutouts. 2.02 02 goals against a 93 Almost 94% save percentage. You're not getting anything by this kid. Well, he's giving up goals. Only 2.02. 02. Yeah. I'm benching Frederick Anderson. Oh, my God. 29-8-2. Three shutouts. 2.08 goals against a 92-8 save percentage. Which means I'm cutting Jeremy Swayman, the Swayman. And the only reason why I would say out of the experience of the other two this season, sixteen seven and three, he's got three shutouts, oh. two point oh six goals against, a ninety two five save percentage, a little less than the other two, but he also hasn't been in as as many games or faced as many teams. The three shutouts pretty impressive because they all have three shutouts, um, so his three shutouts obviously uh, are pretty good, but I would still go with the other two just on the experience that they've been on the ice more.
0: Okay, and I'm going to use that experience against you, so so. First of all, I would also start Shestikin. Shestikin. I mean, he's playing great. Um, you know, look, he, he's a great goaltender. He's going to be one of the best for years to come. Um, but where we differ, I would definitely have Jeremy Swayman on my bench. And I will tell you why. First of all, all like almost all the games that he has played in, were against quality teams So Omar would play all the Bottom of the barrel scrapings mm-hmm. And Swayman Would have to carry you know The Bruins with the, all the good teams And so that Alone Makes his record impressive um, The second part Is Anderson I don't want any part of Anderson On my team when it comes to Playoff time because Toronto fans will tell you they all breathe a sigh of relief when he was oh, gone.
1: Okay, I got to ask you a question: How many playoff wins does Swayman have? None. Exactly. So that, that and I'll take that point. over the the At bad. Least Anderson's losses. been in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, but the bad losses, the bad mojo that he brings—I
1: don't wish that on any team, to be honest with you. And I feel bad for Carolina. Both of these guys almost 13 more games than him. That doesn't I, matter. I would like I'll to take take over, over him. him. As usual, I won the triple. No, fight. you did
0: not win anything. You did not win anything.
1: <laughs> I love it. i the, the passion. You your... know,
0: you know who you remind me of.
1: Who do I remind you? Steven A. Whoa,
0: you remind me of him because he's blow blowhard on his Blasphemy. show, Blasphemy.
1: and he and he has no clue. You are <laughs> no insane. Clue. You are insane. All Seven of that yapping.
0: Guys all that of that. In a all of that yapping. With all these fancy numbers that he yep. likes backing up his yep. stuff. And you know what? It isn't any of it is true. It is nope. all smoke and mirrors.
1: Says all the guys on the other side of Stephen A that are losing. Good call. Uh, so let's move on to some NBA. Let's bring up this picture. These two gentlemen, uh, they battled last night in a game that honestly wasn't what we expected with the Brooklyn Nets defeating the Philadelphia 76ers 129-100. A lot of animosity between these two teams. Finally got a, a a solid rival in the NBA again. They don't like each other. A lot of bad blood. What do you take from this game overall that maybe NBA fans should be looking forward to come playoff time?
0: Um, when it comes down to it, KD can turn the light switch on.
1: KD looks very good. That's Kyrie, what I get out of it. When he's able to play, has looked like Kyrie. Seth Curry, yeah. it was more of a revenge game for him. He scored over 20 points, had a great yeah. shooting night. Yep. I would be more worried or concerned if I'm Philadelphia, who we basically thought, that, look, they're on the path now to a championship. I will admit I, I thought that. James I'm Harden... I did, I did. James Harden still proving that in big games, look, 11 points... Three for seventeen. Oh, Kenny agrees with you. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't,
0: I don't think Philadelphia is the team. I still think Brooklyn, Milwaukee are the two teams. I think those are the two teams. No, and because of
1: the bench, look, the bench is just so good for these teams. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going Boston. I'm so, I'm telling you right now, well, we're Boston's got a good bench. Boston, Boston's got a phenomenal shot to win the East.
0: Yeah, no, they do. I, like, I see it. I see it.
1: And I was you there know? in Philly, and I'm not as afraid of Philly anymore.
0: Yeah. And I, think I you that's know, that's what I don't, this game did for me. I don't think Chicago and Miami can do no. it because the bench isn't as good. And they're going to be in the same predicament as Philadelphia. They just don't have that depth on the bench because that is what wins championships.
1: And I, I, I think – If Ben Simmons can come back and contribute, you have to worry about Brooklyn. Oh God, yes, you have to. But uh, to me, they're putting themselves in that play-in game, and you know, one game, you never know what happens in one game. Right, right. You don't want to be in that situation. So, but I'll tell you, if
0: it comes down to one game, I'm going with KD. Yeah, that's
1: the kicker in all of this is uh, Kyrie four games. That's all he's he can play left in the. I know, isn't that insane? And that's the game currently. And the game currently would be in Toronto, that play-in. He yep. can't play. Right. So they need to change that seating a little bit for themselves because otherwise they're definitely not going to have Kyrie for it. Absolutely. Unless, so, again, unless things change by then, but.
0: I don't think it's going to change by then. Um, you know, I, yeah. I don't see that happening. Because there's only, there's only what, 10 games left? Uh, no, about 15 or so. Uh, I thought there was 10, but. No.
1: Play playoffs will not start till april middle of april i think there's like 15 games left
0: okay so you know i mean it's still you know that's a that's a lot of ground you have to manage to catch up and we talked about this yeah you know last week when i said there was 20 games yeah so that makes sense so there is 15. um so you know with that few games If you're down by, say, three or four games, that means instead of you winning, you know, eight of them, you now have to win 12 of them. Yeah. And that is that's a lot. 12 out of 15 down the stretch, again, with a schedule that they have.
1: So let's talk about another team, the Boston Celtics, who are our local team that we kind of follow and cover more than any other team. They are remaining hot, hot currently. Are they legitimate? title contenders yes yes i have i've seen the
0: light um look you know i paid i paid a lot of attention to how they've played since the trade deadline and getting white was absolutely incredible for this team i think it lit a fire under them and it got real and that's that's why I like the way the dynamic of the team is because not only can they just shut teams down and any team, they can shut anyone down because they're that good defensively. They, To me,
1: they are the best defensive team in the league. So, you know. I a Aduka, who we kind of criticized early on. Yeah. I started, and I know Kenny's not a big fan, but I looked at it this way. He He's from the Pop Popovich and learning from that That generation of, of coaching His his philosophies If you start to look at what the Celtics are doing It's a lot about the defense Look, they're third overall in opponents scoring So yeah. they're holding opponents Realize they're second in blocks yeah, In the league That is understandable When you look <laughs> right. at Robert Williams every day <laughs> Fourth in rebounds Second in free throws Yeah Jason Tatum currently is eighth in scoring in the league and he's only three points behind Embiid. He's averaging 26.8. So if Jason Tatum continues on the scoring stretch that he's going on, he's going to be a top five scorer in the NBA. They have all the pieces now to win now, which I didn't think. And we we criticized Brad Stevens as well in some of his moves. And if you start to look at what he did in your point run, right? Picking up white, has seemed to solidify this team even more.
0: And what's his face there? Um, uh, Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Center. Oh, Uh, Tice. Tice. Yeah, thank you. Daniel. Daniel Tice. Uh, I think that was a big, a big pickup. I don't like what I still don't like what they gave up for him. Yeah. But you could you could understand it trying to move contracts. And I get it.
1: Yes. Moving contract. But getting Listen. It put a spark to, to like you said, right. it put a spark on in this scene. We always knew Tice when he was here as just an aggressive guy who would go after rebounds, who would play yeah. the bigger men, even though he was a smaller. Because that's his mentality. That's what the, he brought in. He plays against all the bigs, and I'll tell yeah. you,
0: you know, I, I like, I like his game. I yeah. like his game. I mean, he contributes. You don't, you don't see a lot of it on the on the score sheet but it's those little intangibles like just the the hustle and you know getting back on defense you know that you know and the spark that he that he gives the team yeah. when he's in there you know it's all subtle little things but those things are important on a team as well especially in the game of basketball because you never know when you need that little spark you know to pick up say you know your star Jason yeah. Tatum You know, I always talk about hustle plays in
1: basketball. Yeah,
0: because I'll tell you, since since Tice and White, you know, he's been a different player. He's been out of this world, you know, and Tatum has been, you know, doing so well. Like, I, I I, he's everywhere.
1: I I talked to Kenny on the NBA ranking show uh, that we did uh, earlier in the week. And you realize he's tied with Larry Bird now for the most 50-point games right. in Celtic history. And you think right. about what Larry Bird meant to the organization. Jason Tatum has finally integrated himself as one of the greats in Boston Celtics and, history.
0: And this is what how he's been playing the last month or so is exactly what the Celtics expect from him. Yeah. And if he doesn't bring this, then you can see why the team plays 500 ball. But when he elevates himself... And he hustles, and he does all the things needed, you know. Then that makes this team viable, and it and it picks up the rest of the players. So you're getting Tice and White that picked up Jason Tatum's game, yeah. And
1: now he's picking up the rest of the
0: team because yeah. look how smart he's playing,
1: yeah. You know, like he's been he's yeah. been great. Less threes, more consistent with his shots. I, yeah. I Paul Paul Pierce, like uh, as Kenny said, it, you're starting to see that Paul Pierce yeah. comparison. And honestly, I think he's a better scorer than Paul Pass was. So we, we could be seeing the next great Boston Celtic. Yeah, Again, sure. can he win a title? I'm more excited this year than I have been in, in many years before. Yes, they got a, they got a shot. They got a and shot. They've gotten there, But you never felt as good as you do now. So let's talk some baseball. Do you believe we're going to talk some baseball? Which, what is what that what? about? Baseball. What so is guess this? what? Baseball. Guess what's back? And I'm not going to say shady. I don't need you to sl- slim shady me here. Major League Baseball has ended their lockout. The season will open on April 7th, and there will be a 162-game season. How do you feel about baseball being back? Do you want to be excited? I kind of want to be. I want to be excited. I want to be. And it's, it's a weird feeling because I feel like There's so many good teams, good players, so much to look for. But now I feel like it's going to be rushed as well. Bad signings because free agency opens tonight, right? Today or tomorrow? Uh, I believe it starts at 7 p.m. tonight. Right. So you think about just the vast amount of players that are just going to sign contracts and teams that are going to waste money. What I like about baseball, because I'm a numbers guy, I
0: love stats. And when you have stats that go back to before 1900 that's that's like a stats guy's dream right Mm -hmm. so we have all these stats and we pay attention to all these stats all year long and that's what i like about the game what i don't like about the game is the constant waiting for a batter to get into the box and take the games just take so long and if And if you're not watching like Red Sox, Yankees, Giants, Dodgers, you know, rivals like that. It can
1: be very hard to watch at times. So a couple of things that have changed. Uh, Obviously, the salary increases for the minor leaguers, which I agree with. I think that was something that should have been done. It hadn't been. I think they hadn't had a bump in like five years. Yeah, because,
0: you know, they need to be making 700,000 for a guy that plays four games a year. Well,
1: I'm I'm talking the minor leagues, minus, minus minor leaguers okay. before they make the pros. Okay. They're also going to a 12 team playoff top two seeds. will have a buy, uh, in the first round. And then, uh, obviously how that goes, the DH rule, which we will argue about. Actually, we, we've already argued about in the past, mm. the DH rule is now officially across the board. So the national league has the DH now. So with the playoff system, now we're going to be watching baseball in December. Great. Can't wait to that first snow out game in the (laughs) plan. And and I don't know how you feel about the logos on the NBA and NHL jerseys. Now baseball will have those as well. So they're going to sell company logos to put on jerseys. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, So that takes away from when we talk about past in the 1900s and before. You wouldn't see that next year, 2023. What they say is most likely going to be uh, added. They're going to have the bigger bases, shift elimination, which we will discuss in our face-off, a pitch clock, 14 seconds with no runners on the base, 19 seconds with runners on the base. So those are some of the changes that you will see in Major Thank League. Thank God. Next year. Thank God. And I want to see it enforced, you know, so, because yeah, I don't – you, you, oh. you mentioned the batter's box, and there was a rule. Yeah. And then eventually the umps just stop, it, just stop doing it. it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I want to see how this free agency plays out. That's my only concern. Are there going to be a lot of bad contracts now? Because teams are basically got about three weeks to get a, a field, this team and get them on the field for opening yeah. day. You may sign a guy just because you're trying to get ahead of somebody and, and give them more money than they actually deserve. Yeah. But a lot of quality happen. names, Freddie Freeman, from the Atlanta Braves, who was the world champions, he's he's been rumored a few different places, uh, including Boston and New York. Uh, Anthony Rizzo for New York or Boston, again, may happen. Uh, Carlos Carrera, uh, uh, big rumors for New York on that one, on the Yankees. But so many different players that could be moving that it's going to be really interesting to see where this all turns out.
0: So, in essence, if it's like a feeding frenzy this weekend – we could have two specials this week, one for we baseball, one for, for NFL. NFL. Yes.
1: And we're definitely going to have, before uh, opening day, we'll have our uh, Major League Baseball preview show. So we'll see. Maybe we could get uh, Kenny on there. And our first ever. Batolo Colon, MVP. Uh, he's calling in now. And <laughs> our first ever Major League Baseball rankings. So we will have Major League Baseball rankings as well. So I'm excited about that. If you enjoy what you're watching, check us out every Friday night at 6 p.m. We are live. We are fan interactive. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, all live. Follow us on social media, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at BroadcastingRI on on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Don't have time to watch? Listen to us on Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn. Follow us on Discord, as you see the, the links up there. Join us on Discord. We have a Sports Unfolded Discord and a Rhode Island Broadcasting Discord, which has all the shows. Or if you just love Sports Unfolded, just follow Sports Unfolded. We post every day uh, a lot of what we've done, our shows, and also our rankings. And if you're in Southeast Connecticut, SEC TV, Public Access Channel 12, you can watch us at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays, which is a rebroadcast of this show on Friday. And if you enjoy it, And you're watching it now. Check us out on Friday nights at 6 p.m. If you'd like to sponsor the show, email us at ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com. We will give you all the information you need to have thousands of eyes on your business and continue to help us grow as well. So if you'd like to be a sponsor, email us ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com and we can get you all that information.
0: So what we do is you will send us details on a still photo, like a still photo ad. And what we do is we read it off as is. So So, not only will people be able to see it, they will be able to hear it. So the podcast will also be on it. Those ads will also be put on our social media and website.
1: Yes. So, So, again, and
0: considering we have over, you know, 12,000 people on all of our social media, a lot of people are going to see it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do some NHL. And uh, I'm going to try to do this as best as possible. And hopefully this works. This is something new for Sports Unfolded. But let's hear from one Jack Eichel who actually returned to Buffalo last night. And I want to get some of your opinions on what he said, Ron.
0: Well, the loudest I've heard this place ever. <laughs> really? After, after uh, it only took seven years and me leaving for them to uh, get into the game. But, uh,
1: so shot at the Buffalo fans. He was there for seven years. Do you feel he was right in the way he handled the situation?
0: Look, i think he is a buffoon he's first of all whether it's true or not it doesn't matter because personally i think it's true and the, the buffalo buffalo does not have good fans there because they're they fair they're fans
1: time. yeah they're a football time
0: yeah they're fair weather fans and look but when you put the product out that they put out year after year after year do you think the fans want to be there
1: no, and I would say this as a number one pick, right? He was the number one pick of the organization. It was really his responsibility to kind of change that whole to change that. And he didn't. No. They were no better with him. And you can't he can't be upset about that because again, yes, maybe again your point, Look, they have bad management, bad players. Eric, at no time should you
0: blame the fan because the product is bad. Yeah, that's that's asinine. Okay those fans are paying your salary in a in a way okay because they're buying tickets wherever you go fans are buying tickets oh eichel's coming to town let's buy tickets to go see the game right that's what that's what you're getting paid for so coming out
1: and blasting and criticizing fans is not the way to do it and i think he, he took it as a personal attack yeah which um, I think he deserved, because honestly, to your point, they weren't very good in Buffalo when he was there. No. How do you want them to react to you? Cheer you? I mean, they did give him a, uh, you know, a video tribute and, and did some things for him as well, because they did appreciate his time there. But again, you weren't a winner. Absolutely. So it wasn't like you brought them a championship no. and you expect them to didn't bring them it, anything. It, I don't even think they had a winning season. Yeah. So um, I was just surprised. You don't. again, to your point, don't attack the fans. They're the ones that put the, the money in in your pocket right and you know look if you want to criticize
0: somebody criticize the buffalo organization because they've never gotten their act together and and i made a comment during the hockey show about it you know look i i don't care hey i'm gonna speak my mind you know if i think the buffalo organization is poorly run it's poorly run okay you know they haven't put they haven't put all these players together at all. They went out and signed a bunch of players, you know, thought that that was going to bring them riches and no, no. That's not how you put together a team. You don't just pay out the contract. You got to get the player that
1: fits what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jack Eichel to Ron Buffoon. That's what you call Buffoon. It. Buffoon. So let's let's do our face off and uh, we are going to discuss the Major League Baseball getting rid of the shift rule. One of us has to be for it. One of us has to be against it. And since I'm in first this week, I get to pick. And I am for them getting rid of the shift rule. Damn. Damn. So whenever you're ready, you let me know and I can begin. Go ahead. So one of the best things we do is our pick and roll segment. And you're going to go, what are we talking about? But every time we do, we look at some numbers, we talk about batting average and hits. And what the shift has done to Major League Baseball is change that number drastically because all players want to do now is hit home runs, which is increased strikeouts, which lowers batting averages, which decreases hits. You get rid of the shift. It allows some of these players to actually start to try to put the ball in play versus trying to hit it out of the yard, which I think will improve the game. And ultimately, ultimately raise all these numbers back to where they should be respectable. 250 is not a, a solid batting average. You're in the 290s to 300s. You're a great hitter. If you're striking out more than you're actually getting hits, there's something wrong with that stat. And it, it needs a change. And to me, by doing this, it will change that stat. Are you done? I am done. Okay. So. more no, no thought out argument.
0: So, so look. You know, you can, you can ban things. You know, there'll always be something else that comes around the corner. You know, there'll be a new way of doing things. You know, whether they put all the outfielders all on one side, whatever it is, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. My thought is you shouldn't have to ban, you know, a way of playing defense. First of all, it becomes, you know, the hitter's responsibility to get better. You want to be a good player, get better. You want to be able to beat the shift, hit it the other way. It's that simple. You know, why not? Hey, hit it the other way. Just hit it the other way.
1: Okay. Ted Williams, we consider one of the best hitters of all time. Correct. Did he have the shift back when he played? No. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but it wouldn't have made him
1: less of a hitter. Of course it would have. Because if he always hit hit right or left, it definitely would have. Ted Williams could hit
0: it anywhere. He could hit it anywhere. But I'm sure he had a preference. Or a, again, it is also it's not even the hitter's point of view. You know, if you're a pitcher, you can pitch so that way they hit it to a certain place. You know, that's what good pitchers do. You know, you can pinpoint something, throw it on the inside yeah, of the plate. So hard. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> hit it a certain you're way. so hard, and you no, know I, I'm serious. You like, this like, argument. Look. A sinker ball pitcher gets what? They Max, get a lot
1: of ground balls, correct? Max Kellerman. You're done.
0: No. <laughs> a sinker ball pitcher throws it down yeah, so it gets get more, ground yeah, balls yeah. to get double plays. Yeah. That is part of a certain type of okay. pitcher. And if you put it certain places, it makes it tougher to pull the ball or it makes it tougher to hit it the other way. Yeah. So that's what you got to do. Your pitcher and your catcher can dictate all those things.
1: But you gotta have somebody that's a good, a good enough to do it. If, if I'm a predominantly uh, a, a guy that hits to the left side of the field, let's just yeah. say I predominantly hit to the left side of the field, and you shift all your players to the left side of the field, what am I ultimately trying to do at that point? I know I'm not gonna. I'm either gonna try to crank it out because that's yep. my only shot, or I'm gonna strike out. And no. that's what's happened in the game. You hit it to the other side of the field. <laughs> I, but I may that may not be my comfortable swing. I, I, unfortunately, I can't say I'm going to be able to do that.
0: And again, I say get better. You're right. You're the, these
1: I, coaches I that, that
0: are, these coaches that are teaching these players to lift the ball are bad coaches. Okay, I, I, because I that's this. not how you're going to win games. And I, I the Braves this. proved that.
1: I won this one. The Braves proved it. They okay. I won this one. You did not win. Pick and roll time. Best segment Stephen of the a. show. Stephen oh, A over here. Always one of our favorites. Uh got a theme going lately, and it's the, the, the best of the numbers. So we are in the 10th episode. So the best number 10s of all time. And we are gonna rank these athletes junior from six to ten. <laughs> and uh that these athletes would be Pele, Walt Frazier, is it Guy Lafleur? Guy LeFleur. See? Chippa Jones, Eli Manning, and Sue Bird. Uh, so, say, I, so I
0: take it you don't have the hockey
1: guy as number one. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, let me read my list. I am I am first this week, so I will go first and uh, give you the correct list, and then Ron will give you what he believes it, the list should have been, but I'm giving you the correct list. No,
0: you're so right. at
1: number six, Eli Manning.
0: Okay, at least you got that right.
1: 117, 117. Terrible. sixty uh, terrible. 60.3% completion percentage, 57,000 yards, 366 touchdowns, 244 interceptions. Wait, isn't there another
0: number 10 in the NFL that's better?
1: I believe it, there wasn't. Oh, God. Four, Mac two-time, Jones. Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champ, and two-time Super Bowl MVP. He is an average quarterback at best. That got lucky two years. He got lucky. Le- uh, yes. The sad part he-
0: is he has the same amount as his brother.
1: Yes. who's <laughs> a much better. How does
0: player. that feel, Peyton?
1: Insane. At number five, and I did this based off of the championships, Chipper Jones. 303 batting average, 2726 hits, 468 home runs, 1623 RBIs, eight time All Star, two time silver slugger. He won a batting title. He was MVP, only one championship. Couldn't put him ahead of these other guys and gals. At number four, Walt Frazier. 18.9 points per game, 5.9 rebounds per game, 6.1 assists, seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Defensive. That was pretty impressive. Two-time NBA champ. I thought the fact that he was a point guard and he averaged uh you know almost six rebounds it was pretty impressive, kind of helped move him up the list a little bit. So the top three. This is where the this is where it got very difficult. Yes, it did. Extremely <laughs> difficult because all these players have won multiple championships. Lots. But I went Guy LaFleur at number three, five hundred and sixty goals, seven hundred and ninety-three assists, so thirteen hundred and fifty-three points. Ron. A plus of 446. That is
0: insane. That is insane. And he, don't forget, he he only had 1,100 games played.
1: That's insane. So more than a point a game. Um, yes. Six All Stars, Uh. three time Ross, three time Pearson, two time Hart, five time Cup winner. So you're saying who could be better than that? Right? That's pretty impressive. You got one of them, right? At number two, Super. Super. 12, point, 12 points a game, 2.6 rebounds, 5.6 assists. 12-time All-Star, four-time WNBA champ, two-time NCAA champ, nine gold medals between the Olympics and the World Championships, 12-time champion in Russia, EuroLeague, and the uh, Euro Super League, I believe it was called. So you talk about the amount of titles that Sue Bird has won in her career. Phenomenal. Her number's not as impressive. But the championships, I don't think we've talked about anybody's one more championships. That's pretty impressive. Which means number one, Pele. And the reason why Pele is number one, 1,279 goals in 1,363 games. It's the Guinness Book of World Records. He is the highest scoring goals in the history of the sport, Pele. And he's a three-time FIFA World Cup champion you got to go with the guy that's in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the top goal scorer of all time. He has to be number one. Okay. Yes? Okay. Yeah, I'm
0: done. You got it right. I did. See? I told you. You got it right. So, number six, Eli Manning. To me, he shouldn't even be on this list.
1: We, we, we put a football guy in
0: yeah i know we should not have
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, The next one was tyreek hill and just not enough
0: chipper jones um i had the same issue with chipper yeah. jones and walt frazier Great i player. gave i gave walt frazier the advantage because of that all defensive team and that one more championship yeah um and you hit it right on the head with while being a point guard he still had those rebounds yeah so, and to me, it did come down to the final three. Yeah. And as if any Bruin fan would ever put Key LaFleur at number one, <laughs> uh, he was number three for me as well. Yep. Um And again, you would say, wow, all those championships, right? Yeah, but when the other two, <laughs> the two, <clears throat> you can't deny them. Like Lafleur's numbers were great, yeah. you know. If there's if there's a Montreal Canadian that I respect that's not a goaltender, it would be Guy LeFleur. Yeah, I've seen so many games of him playing. He is so fluid. What pure talent! You know, when you when you lead the t when you lead the league in scoring three times, you know that, that's saying something. Crosby never did that, by the way. Oh, you you you.
1: Just throwing that in there. LeBron James. You just... Just
0: throwing it in there. Okay. (laughs) So, number two, I also had Sue Bird. Because the championships... I don't even care what the numbers are. Unreal. The championships... She's won everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere she goes, she wins. And, you know, when her... She should be a coach. Because you sign her on to be a coach, you're going to win championships. Because that's all she does is win. She wins and if i'm starting a team in in anything she's going to be involved because she wins (laughs) so number one of course is pele i actually when i was younger i got to watch a lot of replays of those old soccer games and i'll tell you he was amazing amazing and I know you threw out a whole bunch of stats, but there is one stat that I found that was incredible. Do you know, in all the leagues that he's played in, he was the top scorer 18 times. Wow. And that does not count like World Cups. Yeah. Does
1: That's not insane. count that. Right. Insane. Such. a 18 times. Most athletes don't even have an 18-year yeah. career. Yeah icon he's an icon he's a he's a a football
0: icon but when it's all said and done he's been in like i don't know 15 movies
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you don't realize uh, everything else he did afterwards so
0: so he's done literally everything he is one of the greatest athletes ever to play anything
1: anything no great great points great list uh, I knew I hit it on the head that time. So yeah,
0: you know, it's like that's like our fourth time. What We've time got now? it two times in a row, I think. Yeah. We had the
1: same list last now, week. We're gonna have to mix something up. Number 11s we uh, we're not doing Drew blezzo Um <laughs> so if you enjoy I what you watch, so bad for him. I
0: watched that today. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yes.
1: Uh watch us live every Friday night at six p.m. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We are live fan interactive. So please jump in, join in, and we will definitely chime in with you. Uh, Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at BroadcastingRI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Podcasts, if you don't have time to watch, Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify, and now TuneIn. Southeast Connecticut, SEC TV, Public Access Channel 12, Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. We are a rebroadcast of this show. And if you enjoy what you're watching, you're watching us now, check us out on Friday nights at 6 p.m. If you'd like to sponsor the show, ri at gmail.com. Hit us up, we will definitely give you all the information on what you need to do, what we can do to advertise for your business and what you can do to help us grow our product as well. But uh, really uh, inexpensive way to get thousands of eyes on your business weekly. Actually daily because we're uh, basically Posting these things every day So so much going on with spots unfolded. Ron It is that time Where we are going to decide At some point who's going to be wearing His jersey and I don't think either one of us want to be Wearing a jersey No. So, Hence why we're tied again <laughs> After yeah, I, We took a two game you know,
0: I'm not liking this because it has All the evidence of at the end Of the year
1: that we that we, we have are tie, tied we wear it.
0: <laughs> and then we both have to yeah, wear it and nowhere. i don't
1: want that see this is why hockey got to get rid of ties but they don't have ties in hockey not anymore but back in the day soccer too right 36 well, and 20, does. 36 and 28 uh both at 56 right now yeah i don't uh, like do that guys, number either to your point we have been picking uh the most difficult games of the week so Sometimes yeah. any given, any given day, any given team can win. So we are, uh, follow that on, uh, sports unfolded. It's on our page. It's on our Twitter and um, chime in, chime in yep. with your predictions, get, get on this pick. list. So we can actually get you, uh, on this, on this list. So let's, uh, let's start off with some NBA action, uh, three 12. So tomorrow night, Milwaukee bucks at the golden state warriors.
0: Golden state has been
1: floundering. Yes, they did win. No, they beat Denver yeah last night yeah i'm gonna go milwaukee i am as well i just don't trust the the consistency of the golden state warriors currently all right i'm up here 313 the dallas mavericks at the boston celtics i do this to myself every time i don't believe in them i'm like this is i'm going boston I feel like they've they've done they've gone gun, they're gunning for people. They're trying to prove that they're legit. And I'm going Boston at home. I am also going Boston. Three fourteen, my friend. Denver Nuggets at Philadelphia 76ers. Sixes.
0: I'm going to go Philadelphia. I think they're a little sore from that yeah. that butt whooping, and yes. uh, they're going to take it out
1: on somebody else. Agreed. Agreed. I think they got. Yeah, They're going to hear all the negative publicity, and I think they're going to tear it up. And it's not as big a game, so James Harden will perform. 313. You got the Carolina uh, Calgary Flames at the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado uh, lost a tough one the other night. Calgary, though, has not been able to, to get over the hurdle and, and take over the West. I'm going Colorado at home.
0: Yeah, I'm also going to go Colorado because – I believe Calgary did win that last one. Yes. At Colorado. So, something so uh, there's, there's no way Colorado is letting them come in and do it twice because that is just going to give them too much hope for the playoffs.
1: So Colorado. Colorado. This uh, is looking like we're going to pick. Yeah, the same team. We're to have a tie again. 313, Carolina at Pittsburgh.
0: This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I'm going to go Carolina. They're going to go into Pittsburgh, and they are taking
1: it. I am as well going Carolina. Oh, come I just on. Think They're the better team. Uh, Pittsburgh has not been consistent enough this season. Even when we thought they were finally getting over the hump, they they fell back down to earth. Yeah. It leaves one game. If we pick the same, then we're going to be the same next week. 316. Boston at Minnesota Wild.
0: Look, Boston is playing incredible on the road. Um, I, they're going to go in there, and they're going to take this one. Boston.
1: All right. I'm going to wild at home.
0: I knew you were going to do that. So it all rests on the Bruins.
1: The Bruins.
0: So so, um, sorry, Minnesota fans out there. Um, but Boston is going to put me in the lead once again in our predictions. Welcome. So come on out there. you got to – you got to put your predictions in there so i want to hear from boston fans and minnesota fans Uh, i want to hear from you i want to hear from celtic fans and
1: and dallas fans i want to hear from you yeah definitely definitely so as we normally end our show ron we do our final thoughts and our final thoughts doesn't necessarily have to be about anything that's going on in sports it could be about anything going on in the world today so um my final thought, actually, uh, since I am first this week, uh, first, I want to talk about the Britney Granite situation, uh, her being arrested in Russia, uh, could face up to 10 years in prison based on their on their laws. Uh, but I do feel like this is more of a political ploy on Russia's part to try to force the United States to lift some of the sanctions. It's a shame that you would use a human in this fashion um, to try to get a point ac- across Uh, hopefully for her safety, she's allowed to come back home. I know there are several people fighting for that to happen. Uh, Unfortunate situation. Yes, she put herself in it, and we can argue if it was right or wrong. But at the end of the day, 10 years, um, I think it's more about a political play of them trying to force us to have to do something on that part of it. Um, And I did want to also on uh, uh, 316 is also a special day for me. As my daughter Jasmine, uh, it's her birthday. So I just wanted to wish her a happy birthday. She's been a big supporter of the show, sharing it and watching it. So we appreciate that. Jasmine, have a happy birthday. Um, uh, and we will see each other next weekend. So I'm going to post your
0: predictions, Jasmine. Jasmine. Post yes. your predictions. <laughs>
1: Ron, you're up. Final thoughts, my friend. Okay.
0: Um, I actually lost my train of thought because of the birthday. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, okay. So, so. Uh, my final thought goes to um, the situation with Deshaun Watson. Okay, so whether he did anything wrong or not does not matter. You know, that. look, it's done, over with. He's not going to face any charges. Fine, so be it. Let's get back to football. But I hope... He learns something from this And we keep talking about These kind of situations Over and over And over Look, don't put Yourself into situations That somebody's going to try to take advantage Of it, whether it's true or not yeah. You don't Put yourself in these situations And all of these people that Go out partying after football games And are out in three in the morning And stuff like that There's no reason you should be out at three in the morning as an NFL football player because only bad things can happen. And I've said this many times about Rob Gronkowski. The guy has as much fun as anyone. But he doesn't put himself in position to be talked about in the news.
1: Exactly. And I
0: got to give him credit for that, you know, because he's like Mr. Party, you know. Like who doesn't want to go party with, with rough, yeah. <laughs> you know, he has all kinds of fun, but he doesn't put himself in those positions. If there's anything you can learn from Deshaun Watson's Watson situation is don't do it to yourself. Just go out, play some football. You know, when you have downtime, keep it tame enough that you are always in control.
1: Great point. Great point. Uh, Ron, as always, great show. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Listen, Monday night, we will be uh, advertising. We are going to do an NFL show with everything that's been going on in the NFL. There's so much to cover. Just couldn't get to it all tonight. Also going to have our baseball preview show uh, first week of April, right before the season starts. So uh, check out that. Follow the website to get that information as well. And then don't forget our ranking shows next week, NHL and NBA rankings should be some changes. A lot of of movement, again, uh, NBA-wise and NHL. uh, Top teams have lost now, so there's going to be some some movement there, I feel, as well. Expect it this weekend. And then, obviously, the first week of April, our first Major League Baseball rankings will be out as well. So, Ron, always appreciate the time. Fans out there that have watched live, we appreciate you so much. Those that are going to watch afterwards continue to follow and check us out we appreciate the time and let's get have some peace in the world peace take care everybody